0: Hello all you Hardcore Boxing fans out there, how are you doing? It's Big P here, the voice of Hardcore Boxing, with the 31st video of the month. We've had one extra, 21 YouTube and 10 members. All done, and we've got 10 days left in the month. I'm off down south tomorrow, till weekend, till Christmas Eve, and I'll do a road trip down there and I'll do some filming down there but I'm not in a rush to get them out. They'll probably be out back end of year. We've got the Gary Sykes interview to do, end of year. That's going to be explosive, so get ready for that one. Helmets of the year, get your votes in, porkycorner.mail.com. Today I'm joined by, oh, and we've got weapon of the week out today. There'll be no more weapons rest of the year. Unless I'm in mood for it, but I doubt it. Weapon of week's out today, It's a double weapon. Two people won it. There's the Kent video out last night. Big Richard's video is out today. I am joined today by the legendary Terry Chapandarma from Fitzroy Lodge, trainer to uh, Britain's Next Generation and local banker. How are you doing,
1: I love this, mate. My whole government, everything's out there in the streets, man. I'm, I'm about to... I mean, I'm about to get fired this year. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, man, I'm all good. I just... Mate, just quite happy after this week, just happy to leave boxing alone for a bit,
0: actually, to be oh, honest with you. I know how you feel, mate. I just want to get today out of that way and then give me head a rest after today and we'll chill out. Have a few beers. We make, obviously, Nick nothing, but he can he can drink water, can't he? But uh, hmm. so it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word of Magazine, salt and pepper, heavy D sat in a limousine. <laughs> Last the rest day. in peace,
1: heavy D. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace to both heavy D's, actually.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, heavy D. We're lovely, kid. And do you know what I feel good about? He wanted me mm. to go on his channel and that, but I said, Yeah, okay. And I never got back to him. So, and now that he's passed away and that, I feel awful about it. I'll tell him, Mick, by the way, you feel
1: because he was meant to fight Coogan at one point, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he fucking... hey, listen, he turned up for his battles, he had more front than Brighton Pier, didn't he? I liked him. And, uh, yeah, he Mick, went in. Mate really looked after him in Essex and that. He was Mick's boy. Proper, he were, he Can you
1: imagine poor, Porky versus Heavy D would have been one for the ages, mate.
0: Oh, I couldn't hit Heavy D. I like him, man, but there'd have been some banter, was leading up to it.
1: <laughs> I can't remember which David Hay fight it was, right? And we were at the O2. It might be when he fought the Cobra. Not your Cobra, obviously. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the real Cobra.
0: Real Cobra.
1: And, and yeah, and we're walking out the 0-2 and that heavy D got into a fight. I think he got into it with some Spurs fans. no. no. And they... Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, he, he was bleeding. And all you could hear the crowd going was, BOOM! That's all they kept doing.
0: Hey, listen, mate, you were a larger-than-life character. And listen, when he died, Ricky Field were broke up about it, mate. He were... you were really broke up. They were really close, mate, to them.
1: Yeah, dude, that's a real shame, mate, because he was only young, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, early 40s, wasn't
1: he? Yeah. No, it's too early to go. Far too early to go.
0: Rest in peace, D. Rest in peace, lad. Nice kid. So, great, then, let's get down to not uh, There's only one place to start, isn't it? Derek Chisora against... Joseph Parker, they all, they all carry on about it. It's left a bad smell in my mouth before the fight. I, I, and obviously, I won money on the fight because I am backed Parker on point. And after the fight, and in between, all the build-up and all that. It, where are we going with this now? What, what's your take on it, Terry?
1: It's a weird one. When when an undercard fight is a headline, you know your sport's in trouble. Because Chisora Parker is a fight oh. where I was watching it on Saturday. And my immediate question was, where does the winner go after this? And the answer is nowhere, right? And the whole point about a main event for me, Porky, is we're either solving a problem or we're, we're setting up the next problem. Do you see what I mean? Whereas is not going to fight for a world title now. Like, you can't, there's no way you can engineer that. I don't see Parker ever fighting for a world title again. I just don't think either of those two are good enough. But. <laughs> I still can't get my head around the scorecards. When I was hearing the scorecards, I was like, what? Yeah. Just essentially, you, do you know when someone's <coughs> got three, 10, eight rounds, Porky? Yeah.
0: Oh.
1: And you're almost like, well, we're back to that Wild Fury situation, aren't we? Where we're trying to do the mathematics in our head to go, hold on, how are we doing this? Whereas this one was blatant because it wasn't even, the fight wasn't even close for us. No. It wasn't even close. Now, you know, me, I don't, I'm not a fan of Park. I think Park is terrible. I think he, he doesn't punch hard enough. He doesn't punch accurately enough. And he doesn't work hard enough. There's something about his fitness that's off because he's never had a work rate. Right? Because Chisor is not the youngest. Andy Ruiz isn't the hardest worker in the ring. And both of these guys have taken him down to the wire. And he's been lucky. You know, he's been lucky for a long time and it it makes that Huey Fury kind of fight burn even deeper now because you're like, I wish Huey just dealt with this guy because we don't need him in boxing, if I'm being honest with you. But that judging, shocking, mate. Shocking. Um, What was it? Didn't someone give it like, what was it? 117, 110 or something?
0: No, 115, I've got
1: it here because... Those 114-112, yeah, where one they four, only gave Parker six rounds.
0: 115-110, 115-111.
1: Wasn't there like a 114-112?
0: Yeah, yeah, Michael Alexander from Doncaster.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You, you gave Parker six rounds.
0: Yeah. Let me read this out to you, Tony. I'm going to read something out to you from... Uh, this is from the Briotors in America uh, two seconds when I go up There uh, we go. In fact, I've sent it to you, Trevor. You're best off reading it because you you can, you, your vocabulary is a bit better than mine. I'm a bit, I'm more, you're more professional than me. Have a look at that lot. See what you think. But the big, he's a big heavyweight. Chris Mannix and uh, and all that. They carry a bit of weight. Don't no,
1: no, they're, 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 they're all, they're all, they're all on the payroll, mate. You know. Well, that. we know that,
0: don't we? But they've got blue ticks and so they make a bit of noise, don't they?
1: But, so the blue tick mafia.
0: Yeah. Do you think
1: that they've all ganged up on Eddie? Because one money hanging out at back of Eddie last year? But now he isn't, is he? Mate, you know, the money's dried up over there, right? So the freebies and the five-star hotels, they've all had to have budget cuts. So now, now they've had to go back to the other networks and promoters, you know, with their tongues hanging out, going, just throw us a few crumbs here. But also, Russ, if we look at that fight, and I'm going to get myself put in helmets again. But who cares, man? Like, you know, you know I mean, <laughs> actually, guys, vote me for Helmet of the Year. Uh, come on, I dare you. You know, you're all out here saying you're hardcores. Helmet of the Year. Okoli knocks out Usyk, full stop. Um, no, so let's come back to business, Russ. I had it, like, if, if you if you just ignore the knockdown, right? 116 was a fair score for me. Just saw it was game enough and Parker was lazy enough that you can give him four rounds, right? But 116-112, then I've got to take the extra points off of being dropped.
0: That's three points, extra points,
1: isn't it? Yeah, so you're looking at 116-109. Yeah.
0: Maybe 116
1: I don't don't know how Chisora can get anywhere higher than 109.
0: Are they writing (laughs) the cards out, Terry? I've been, saying,
1: st- I've been saying this for a while.
0: Before, they're writing so many rounds out, and then and then opening it felt best. But then when the them knockdowns really fucked them up, didn't they? Because they can't change the cards, can they? you know what I mean? What about having cameras on? Wait, wait, wait! wait, wait cameras on, on, on them. Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. They did have a camera on one of the scorecards, if you remember the broadcast for us. They had a camera on one of the scorecards, but they didn't stick on it for long enough. Yeah. don't you wonder because I do right because you sit with the same sheet for the whole fight don't you yeah how do we know if they filled in the, score, the scorecard or not
0: what about the Terry O'Connor one where they were messing on his phone and all that in the look are these people do they need to do refresher courses or is it are they that comfortable that they can't be touched that they just don't give a fuck
1: Okay, so first thing, I don't think being a judge is easy, by the way. Like, if you've ever tried to score a fight live in real time, not on TV, not with replays, not with commentary, being sat ringside and you've ever tried to score a fight, it's hard. It really is hard. And mostly, do you know what, Russ? No matter how much they talk to you about objective criteria, you end the round going, who would I give that round to? There's no real science to it. It's just the feel of who had the better round right? And it's not easy. So I can understand that, but when the mathematics don't add up is when I have the issue. So that fight could have ended 116, 112, 115, 113, 114, 114. And you're like, terrible cards, but yeah, uh, okay, whatever. But when you get to things that don't, just the maths don't make up, where you're like, hold on.
0: 114,
1: 112. Wow, that was was, it. He even won
0: it after 10. Yeah. And and I
1: don't see what Chisora was doing that justified that. Man, how many air shots did he have? Like, he's it. Yeah. There's a problem. But not only that, man. Just don't forget Steve Gray, who had the shocker with Bradley Ski, was straight back on the game. Yeah straight back out the a boys a
0: job jobs
1: for boys and that yeah and they just say they say to each other all right no one say anything and this gravy train keeps on I, I keep saying it you know if tracy crouch wants to make herself busy in sport mate just start with boxing that's all she has to do she, I mean, so she, what she, was she like she was one that said football needs an independent regulator i think she's an MP now that's what, that's, that's what it needs. It needs someone to look at boxing and go, all right, we need to work out how this thing
0: works. What about fucking an investigation into a all by some top fucking geezer? Listen, like who? Barry, I don't know. Barry Earn employed somebody to look into Snooker, didn't he? Some ex fucking chief of police or something. And they did that, Stephen Lee didn't they? Because they want to keep the sport clean and this and that. And then they're doing fucking boxing as well and pulling all the strokes that they pull. So, you can't have it fucking both ways, can you?
1: Ah, it's a different cast of characters in boxing, Russ. It's a completely different bunch of uh, characters that are involved in boxing and that make their living from boxing.
0: Wrong, mate. It's fucking wrong. But it's left a bad taste in my mouth. I've been raging all week. And then to talk, well, if you could just read them things out while I've sent you, Terry. One of them is in below. You might have to click on that. The others are all screenshots that somebody
1: sent me. Have a look at them. See what you think. We've changed life in here. Uh, Chris Mannix. These are criminally criminally bad scorecards. Parker scored three knockdowns in one of these nine rounds. These are these are investigation worthy scorecards. 115, 110. Uh. That scorecard I'm less worried about because, like I said, if you gave it 7-5, Parker, I'd have given it 8-4. So that's a one-round swing. 115-111 doesn't make any sense, actually. And 114-112 makes absolutely no sense at all.
0: Do you think that 114-112 is shocking, isn't it? Do you think that sooner or later these referees and judges are going to need security to get them into, into fucking arenas? You
1: think no? Nope. No, this no, nah no no. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know they will do as they're told and promoters love that.
0: That's fucking really great in me, I want to fucking go after them all me,
1: all of them. Fucking do them in. It's a bit where Dave us says Derek did well against Parker. Have you like, we read that,
0: Are you wanna read that one out. Have you seen it at the bottom? That's the last uh,
1: Read that, whoa. Uh, also, Derek Tassoro was phenomenal in a courageous defeat to Joseph Parker and is already talking about another fight in 2022, says trainer Dave Caldwell. Ah. Ah. Yeah, but he would say that, right? Because he looked terrible. He, he couldn't move his feet. He had no balance. He had no coordination. Didn't, it didn't even look like he had trained. That's the, that was the worst thing about this one. It's, he didn't look like he was trained. And so if you go back to Saturday, I think a lot of people have the view that Derek should just go back to Don Charles. He, he never looks better when he goes away.
0: What can Don Charles do with him now, man?
1: Who knows, man? But if you're going to keep fighting, just go back to where it started. So, uh, I don't think all of this experimentation looked good. I'll tell you what he reminded me of. Do you remember when the UFC brought Usada in.
0: Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden, guys who were killers on the UFC just couldn't do anything. Like Arlovsky was terrible for a bit. Um Velasquez was horrible for a bit. A lot of these guys were just horrible for a bit. You know. All of that kind of, like, when they all had to come off the TRT and stuff like that. And that's what that felt like on Saturday. It felt like we were watching someone who who looked 37 or 38 years old, like, properly looked it.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's left a bad taste in my mouth. But what do you think about Eddie Earn's interview on five boxing boys? YouTube saying that he's going to make the Wilder fight and Derek beats him if he gets through the first four rounds. What do you think to that? I think yeah. that
1: he's right. I think I think Derek knocks Wilder out.
0: Off! The fuck
1: ah, off! that's out what of I here. needed. That's what I needed, Forky. I needed I needed to hear that from you. No, no, I'll be out going out to me, you Get put
0: into <laughs> fucking orbit. I'm going to say you're fucking trolling me. get put into fucking orbit. get put to kick. They get pulled to
1: the team, mate. It's like I always say, right? Eddie's always going to keep money in his fighter because he hasn't got anything. Like, Eddie hasn't got anyone who draws numbers in apart from probably Connor, AJ, Dillian, and Derek are the guys who really draw attention, right? They're the guys he's got, and Campbell Hatton's on his way through.
0: Campbell Hatton!
1: Yeah, they're going to do the same with Campbell as they did with Conor Ben, right? We know, we know, we already know what the playbook is. We know what the script is is being written as we speak, right? And so Eddie needs to keep money in Derek. Derek's managed by two five eight, which is Joshua's thing. So they need to keep money in Derek in case you need him as a backup. If a Joshua opponent drops out, you know you can go straight to Derek. If we all sit there and go, Derek's terrible, he's washed up, he's through, he's this, he's that, Noah's going to want to see it. So Eddie's got to say stuff like, oh, we're going to put Wilder in. Yeah, Eddie's never made a fight with Deontay Wilder, so why would he start now? They're not going to work with him, are they? No, of course not. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the boxing fans who like to think they know everything, they're the idiots that watch these interviews and start tweeting about it, right? I haven't got time for it. I know what's possible in boxing. I know what's realistic in boxing, and it's unlikely Derek will fight Deontay Wilder just because they don't need each other now.
0: Well, and oh, sorry, it's
1: and it's easier for Wilder to make the Parker fight. So why won't you take that? Because Parker's not as active as Derek. He may be heavier and he may be more you know accurate with his punches, but Wilder's dealt with that before. Like what Joseph Parker is like a a poor man's New Zealand version of Lewis Ortiz. I mean, just a big lump who could throw some decent punches. But while it would be a massacre.
0: Well, Derek Chisora's got 12 losses. He's nearly 38. He's got miles on the clock. And I mean miles. He's done a lot of rounds. He's had some punishment, mate. I found but wait,
1: wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's but let's not let's not dirty up Derek's name because
0: no, fought if you look everybody. If, if, fought everybody Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. D- Derek's given boxing fans what they wanted. Whatever anyone wants to say, Derek's just saw has given boxing fans what they wanted. And I tell you, do you know why I really respect Porky? Why? He's a fighter's fighter. Like I remember when one of my lads was training with Don. And Derek would come in, he'd do his sparring and he'd always sit the young lads down and he'd talk to them. Like, and he'd say, listen, I've made... And he basically, anyone that wasn't a fighter, Derek would tell to fuck off, right? He'd go, listen, all you lot, get out of here. And they'd have a talk. And Derek would basically talk them through the mistakes. And he, he said something once, I think this is quite powerful. He said, none of these other people in this gym are going to take the punches for you. And he said, so don't listen to them, yeah? You get paid. Make sure you get your money before they do. Don't let them get paid before you because they didn't take a single punch. He's, and despite his media image, Derek's really savvy around young boxers and that's why they love him because he's, he's pro-fighter. He'll help you. If you ever got gloves, he'll get your pair of gloves. He does loads of stuff he does. Yeah, I've, heard,
0: like a, I've heard that. I've heard his big artist.
1: Yeah, he, 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 well, he's, he he's complex, but one thing he is is he's definitely pro fighter, and he he doesn't like seeing people get stitched over.
0: Point I want to make. Although, it. Mm-hmm. point I want to make is you're seeing Derek Sabit, but why he hanging gloves up, mate? Because he's obviously come to end at the road
1: now, hasn't he? Well, mate, if you're still making six figures, and you're like, there's nothing else I can do after this.
0: Maybe you're
1: cheating fans, aren't you, if you're turning up in that shade? No, wait, 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 hold on. He's not cheating the fans, because it's a fight you could watch oh, against. Oh, so right? should
0: we give him a fucking pension fund, then? Because he's Jerry no no, 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 Russ,
1: Russ, Russ. That fight was was decent enough to watch, right? There, There's yeah. no question that that, that, that that was a decent enough fight, not because they're both amazing, it's because they're both roughly a similar level, except one's younger than the other.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's a fight that you could watch. And, I, and I've said it before, if you match Derek properly, he'll always give you entertainment. Yeah. Now, think how many times we've watched fights and the guys refuse to entertain.
0: Oh, I'd be, be fight Parker, then.
1: Yeah, so, so let's, let's, let's give Derek credit and say, if we were going to pay money, by law to watch boxing. We'd have Chisora on the list of people we'd be happy to pay for. We wouldn't have Parker on
0: there. Yeah, but what I don't like to see, and you know this, is guys that are way past their date eh, being exploited by promoters, and he's allowing them to do that, Chisora. He obviously knows his finished now and washed up, isn't
1: he? Then he's and not being exploited.
0: Why ain't he? He's exploiting him for
1: well, it, well, Well, you can only exploit someone who either doesn't know or doesn't have a choice. Derek has a choice. Derek's basically there going, I need to get every last penny out of the sport that I can. And he's one of the few people where I'm not going to say no. Because like we talked about just now, never ducked a fight, took on hard fights. When you look at the people he's fought down his record, you can't fault that. Him and Amir Khan are the two people I look at and I go, whatever they want to do in boxing, they've earned the right to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And look, he's, he's helping elevate opponents. He's not like Carl Froch, who just ran off as soon as he won against Groves, and he's like, oh, I don't want to risk defeat against this guy or that guy, so I'm just going to run off and retire. Oh,
0: 37-year-old, mate, you are.
1: Yeah, well, look, look at Derek. Derek's still alive now.
0: He's shot to pieces. Yeah, well, you know, the Froge Cobra could have
1: shown us how it was done.
0: Froch went, what, what, to be shot? Yeah. fuck out of here? He went out at Wendling for 80,000. Yeah,
1: tended... but he left no money in the sport, though, Paul. That's the point. He, he took left all no the money, money in the sport.
0: sport. What are you about money in the sport? I, I, of no. course, it's... they all
1: made money that night. No. Nah. Well, what happened afterwards? They didn't elevate George. It didn't elevate anyone. He didn't put anyone over.
0: George went on to win a world title, didn't he? And he made a big name. Not thing, in so. his next
1: fight, though. I
0: know, but down the line, he won a world title, didn't he?
1: Yeah, it's all down to him. Also, what I'm saying, Russ, is... And I've said it about Mayweather, so, so it's not just a frost thing. I said it about Mayweather. When Mayweather left boxing undefeated, he took all that money with him because, not, like, he didn't stick around long enough to put someone over. Ali did. What, did Ali, what did
0: Ali do,
1: like? Uh, what did he put over?
0: Ali. in the first... Yeah. Ali, Put, Ali beat three Olympic gold medalists, didn't he? For oh, everybody. Yeah. Well, but, but let's come back
1: to that point. The guys that beat Ali, their careers were elevated with that win, right? So that's more money for more people in boxing.
0: The guys that Same beat as well. Ali, Liam Spinks ended up dying a pauper.
1: Yeah, but look, what was it? Seven fights into his career, he beats Ali, he becomes a star. And, eight, then through that, no, wait, wait. and through that, and through that, his brother, Michael, then gets elevated as well. And at the same point, where, like, when Larry Holmes came back, and Larry Holmes came back to put Mike Tyson over, came back, put Holyfield
0: over. Oh, he came back to fight Holmes.
1: Yeah. There you go, you see? And that put Larry over. That, that's, I mean, you have to keep the money in the sport, and a lot of guys don't, and at least Derek's keeping the money in the sport.
0: So it's wrong for people like Carl Zaghi, Frox and Lennox Lewis to retire as world champions and not lose the belts and realize they're done. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, Lennox put Vitali over. After that fight with Lennox Lewis, Vitali was elevated, right?
0: Groves were elevated. They still won a world title and they're millions. No, but,
1: okay, Vitali was elevated. Uh, who did Calzaghe elevate? <coughs> no one really.
0: Now, Calzaghe's career, they're talking about, oh, he beat Kessler and all that. Kessler was just another another opponent for Frotch because he was running through all of them and fighting everybody. Kalsagi well, didn't well,
1: have well, the well, opponents, well, did he? Well, Kalsagi beat him first.
0: Yeah. So Kessler won two beat- world titles after Frotch beat him. No,
1: no, 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 no. Kalsagi no. beat Kessler to the point where Frotch didn't fight the same version. Is that Kalsagi's
0: best win, Kessler?
1: Um, you know, you know my views on Calzaghi's career. I'm not trying to get put in helmets again, mate. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going in helmets again. <laughs> but this is what I'll say. I think Kalzagi should have fought Frosch for the same reason I'm saying Frosch should have stayed on because you need to elevate someone. You mean should have fought
0: James Zagal? I think so. Yeah, but James. But like, did...
1: Well, <coughs> either James or Triple G, right?
0: Yeah, chip didn't want to fight at 168, did he? Uh, Yeah, but
1: um, Carl could have come down. Carl could have done 164. No,
0: yeah,
1: I don't think he could, mate, to so be honest. I
0: don't think he could. Yeah, yeah, made 168 easy. I asked him and he said you lose skeleton muscle.
1: Nah, he wouldn't. He's just he's just making excuses, he wouldn't.
0: Oh, so you know. Him,
1: yeah. Yeah, I do, man. He was, he was holding a lot of water when he was when he in at 168. He could have just pulled that water out. Oh, one He'd have been four all right. One. Well, he's five, eleven and a half.
0: Oh, fuck off. You're going to your head heading now, right? You're a fucking troll. Your fucking pork is missing teeth. or keeps going on about my teeth last five years? You cunt.
1: pop, pop bang.
0: End <laughs> of boom. Don't know you. Don't want to know you. Pop pop bang. 200 kilo. <laughs> 200 kilo, gently. I'm recording. <laughs> when john fury grabs me i'll go like that i'll feel my nappy won't
1: i mate mate you know what i don't even think his hand his hand wouldn't make it in that space between your chin and your chest his hands are huge
0: yeah He's, he might uh, just
1: grab your your head man he just lift you by
0: your head you he might just go like that like go, to me
1: yeah four reps
0: like that I don't weigh 140 kilos, so if John does 140 kilo bench press, go before me hot stew on the fire. If he does 140 kilo weight reps, which I know he doesn't, but if he does, what's he going to be able to do with me at 75 kilo? He'll just throw me. I'll be like that through air, won't I?
1: Yeah.
0: I I think
1: John Fury's doing those Brock Lesnar numbers right now.
0: Brock sort of <laughs> did you see him in his uh Indiana Jones hat at boxing on the night?
1: Yeah, he, he looked suave, man. I, I'm not gonna lie, he, he looked he looked sharp.
0: It reminded me of Animal Lecter, you know, in that film, oh my
1: God.
0: Hannibal, you know, when he's living in Italy and he's yeah. foreign, and he's got that hat on, it looked like Animal Lecter, not fucking Indiana Jones. Fuck out of here, who's saying that to me, Indiana Jones? Burnsy, he didn't look like he, 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 Harrison Ford, you looked like fucking Anthony Hopkins. But,
1: yeah, uh, well, he's going to queue you up when he gets hold of you.
0: So was everybody, but I'm fucking still
1: here. <laughs> hey, we'll get you down to a matchroom show, Porky.
0: They're going to do wonders, but all they do is shit fucking kill cool comes out. i never go to a matchroom show in my fucking life, mate, ever. And I'll never fucking oh. buy that on, ever. Anyway, I'd rather do, I'm gonna it, ask I like. Eddie
1: to send you some free some free ringside tickets.
0: Eddie's, Eddie's give me one fucking set of free ringside, the other ones I paid for. And he said, No, nah, you're all right. And I said, No, it's money. Well, oh, one then, but he did upgrade me. So he still took the tour off me. But I'm not I've never got to one of his shows. Listen, some of my mate went to a show Eddie had in Sheffield. You know where they got the tickets from. People were fucking handing them out free in Sheffield Town Centre, mate. So I said, yeah, we'll have some of that. And they left halfway through and said it was a load of shite. And they took us. well, why did you go then? Because it were free freebie, Porky. As if I'd have gone. Said, you would have come. what the fuck? I'm going to match them, show. Why? You're, you're the voice of hardcore boxing. I don't need to go to a match them, show. I'll go to shows around here at times, like right? when I see a good one.
1: Well, 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 no, 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 no. He had shows in Sheffield. Yeah, I mean, you can go to shows there, so that's round you. Well, what, what,
0: fucking that thing that Dennis was just served that we all them. What, oh, card of man.
1: Uh, come on, Porky, man. We need, we need to see you at these big ticket shows.
0: Big ticket shows. What fucking pubs for the yeah. four hundred people in there?
1: No, ticket, no, no, no. Right? Sheffield Arena, mate. Manchester Arena. That's where we need to see Porky Russ. We want to see the crowd screaming your name when you come up on the camera. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: that'd be good, wouldn't it? No, no, that's sh-
1: exactly why, that'd be uh, brilliant if, if the crowd just starts chanting Porky Russ and they had to put the camera on you.
0: Everybody's shouting, pop, pop, bang, <laughs> and off, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, but
1: that oh, Porky's uh, missing teeth has gone missing himself, hasn't he?
0: He's gone missing since I got him done. Like <laughs> when he sees me in April, kid, he be me a fucking bit. He probably fucking start some fucking channel up called Porky's Missing Here, something like that. After Big John gets me, <sighs> big fighting man that don't fight in the ring or on the hand. Right, like Jack Cullen got beat, didn't he? By a late replacement that came in on Thursday. Would you replace an opponent? With a banger on a Thursday, and then say, Well, we needed to get Jack Cullen the payday because it was Christmas. Well, why don't they just put him in with nobody and drop the European belt on the night if they needed to get him a wage? Because once they've changed that opponent, Cardinal Sin as the matchmaker. Don't do a late replacement with two days to go, who's a banger? Cardinal Sin, I was told. So when I seen that. I said Cullen will get beat tonight, but I didn't think he'd get knocked out like that. As well, I said he'd get beat, but I didn't think he'd get put into orbit. What do you think about that, Terry? Is that box wreck matchmaking dangerous? Has Eddie got problems with his matchmaker, Christian Churchy, in it?
1: Mm. When you matchmake, you've got to know. You've got to know who the A sides are. You've got to know who your B sides are likely to be. You have to, and not, not just I uh, jumped on box wreck and these are the people I came down to. You've got to know. And I don't think you can be a matchmaker if you haven't had to evaluate fighters before. Because you've got to know who Jack Cullen is. And the thing with Jack Cullen was, yes, he's six foot three, but he doesn't box long. Never has boxed long. Struggles to box long. No idea why, but he doesn't seem able to do it. So it doesn't matter who you'd put him in with. He didn't have the tools to use his physical advantage. So what you're always going to end up with was that guy swinging for the fences because it was the only chance he had Russ, mm,
0: well.
1: Jack Cullen should have known that. His corner should have known that and said, mate, this guy's just going to swing that right hand. All you need to do is jab and keep circling <sighs> to your right. And, and you, you, you defuse most of his power shots. And then eventually he would have got frustrated. But the, the other lad got so much joy early on that he was like, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to catch this guy eventually.
0: Yeah.
1: And sometimes when you're a professional fighter and you're the A-side, you've got to know your job isn't just to fight and entertain. Your job is actually to defuse the threat. And then you take him out. I don't think, I don't think he had the discipline to do that. And, you know, that kind of, that kind of stoppage had been coming for a while in his career because he's been badly matched. And it comes down to this, Russ. We've talked about this with other managers before. People are so keen to please Eddie that they'll put their guys in harm's way unnecessarily. But there was no need for that. In fact, they could have just delayed that European fight for a while and said, actually, we'll bring, we'll bring Jack back next year. We'll do it properly. But instead, that guy's got to rebuild now from the ground up.
0: Yeah.
1: And Hearn hasn't got those sorts of middleweights where he can just build them up easily. Who are you going to put him in with now to come back?
0: It's an interesting one, isn't it, now for Cullen?
1: Yeah, he's not, he's not that good. He, that whole little lever, Eddie Hearn talking about what a fantastic journey, it, it, it disguised the fact that this guy wasn't that good to begin with.
0: Interesting, very interesting um, Okay Obviously you, you've seen the show and that What do you think to the The punditry, and I'm not talking about People dressed up as elves And things like that what you think to <laughs> the, And Tony Bellew there Going on stage Screaming about Tank Davis should come, come over Come and sign with us Us us, who's this fucking us, you bell You're you're not that zone. Tank Davis should sign me us and then him and edit again, Lenny Elliott out all Are they just fucking looking for things to for catch phrases and are they just trying to fucking wind me up and give me another also these cunts So what? What's going on, tell
1: I think they are I, I genuinely think all they do is try and trigger porky rust. Mm. I would if I if I was on the zone, I'd just be saying stuff to wind you up. But here's the thing. <laughs> that match from Stable is so bad at the moment. It's so bad at the moment. And it's bad because they don't pay a lot of money. Yeah. Now, why Frank why?
0: biggest payer, isn't he? At moment. Uh, not really. I've heard Frank Warren out outbid zero on every purse every bid and
1: uh, his guys are getting good money. No, nah, no. Nah. So, I don't think there's a difference in what people are earning, generally speaking. I, don't, I think it's all much to a muchness. I think the big difference is, Russ, how quickly you get paid. With her, you get paid on the night. Once you've done your job, your money's in your account. With well, Frank, you might have to wait a couple of weeks.
0: When Froch beat Groks first time... No, Gute, sorry.
1: He would yeah, offer the minute millions... get it right. He didn't beat Groves the first time. Well, whatever, they
0: got a decision, didn't they? Well, part of one I
1: made Well, is... well mate, mate, you, 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 just had, you just had 20 minutes now talking about corrupt judging and corrupt refereeing and stuff. There you go. That was a prime example. Your mate make benefit from that. He was getting smashed from one end of that ring to the other. Absolutely tell you, bullied. Tell him, listen, by to, me, listen to me. Right, do
0: that you know after good. round six, George Groves couldn't knock a fucking N over after round six. Get a grip of yourself.
1: Round seven. No, no, round seven. He stuck it on Frotch as well. Frotch had me. one good round. Round listen,
0: nine. Listen to me. When he got old of him, eventually, when Groves ran out of steam because he was drained at the weight, which everybody knew, on the scales I was there, mate, he had an head like a fucking skull. Let me tell you this. 17, he had a head like a skull. Like, that, <laughs> like me. 17 <laughs> unanswered punches right and then, most no, no, most minute, and then he turned away and he slumped into Howard foster's arms like a little baby and what you're forgetting because you're a big groves man is this and howard foster told me this personally years later george groves had a concussion so he saved his fucking life howard foster and that'll be in howard's book
1: Nah, he's just rewriting history, man. George oh, was oh, fine. Oh fucking, hell.
0: you know, don't you? Fucking Terry. George is
1: fine. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know why he might have been concussed? Because Foster had him in the DDT. He looked like Jake the Snake. But he oh, hit him with that DDT. Fucking hell,
0: fire cherry!
1: go back and watch it.
0: Like, like he fucking watch oh, it. Hey, mate. A inside, mate. I'm inside. How are, was they that? The gave are, are they the tickets
1: Eddie gave you? Are they the tickets Eddie gave?
0: And that's when someone... you became. I give him, whoa, you keep putting in. I give him 200 quid, I said, I want to. He goes, how much do you want to spend? that it was just a tour. He goes, I'll sort it on. There, he took the tour off me. Then six months later, I turned up at waiting and Frank Smith gave me two tickets and they were 1,300 quid. So I said, oh, nice one. I fucking had 1,100 quid touch. So I'm not going to knock him back out, am I? I? was sat behind... So it wasn't a sell I don't know, I can't remember. I was at front. I think it was a sell I was sat behind Huey and Andy Lee. And obviously, when Frotch got dropped early, he could hear a fucking pin drop. Everybody went, oh, you know, one of them jobs, innit? Oh, you know, when you're shocked. And then he thought. Do you know who wasn't him. shocked? Pardon? Do you know who
1: wasn't shocked, Porky?
0: Go on, say it. George Groves. Oh. I
1: wasn't shocked. I wasn't <laughs> shocked. George told us what he was going to do. And it's he did.
0: He got out tough. Didn't it? He got out toughed on the night and he got out toughed in no. the second one. The fight should have no. been
1: stopped in the first round. Well,
0: it won't work. Well, well, obviously, he fought on for another eight rounds, so it shouldn't have been. Corru- no, stopped. it's corrupt.
1: That's corruption. The fuck right. out of here. Long there, counts. Market. Long counts. Referees. Long count. Judges were trying to fiddle the scorecard. No, yeah, think... I think the count was what? 18 seconds?
0: The fuck out of here. Well, okay. Anyway, a point I was trying to make before you went on to your frocks. fucking hate fucking thing that you normally do is Frantz were offered a million quid to fight Nathan Cleverly at 172 after he beat Boute. now, i had never paid him nowhere near that so one of the point I want to make is that Frank Warren's the biggest payer, am I right? Unless you t- apart from Joshua fights obviously uh,
1: and Dillian fights and probably Derek fights, Fra- Frank Frank pays well when he needs to that, that, that's what, well. yeah. So Frank will pay well when he needs to. Otherwise, he'll just pay what the market rate is. And like, it's not lucrative. You know, people say, what do you earn for a British title? fight? I've heard people offer 12 and a half grand. I've heard people offer 60 grand. Yeah. What
0: do people get for a
1: Commonwealth? Uh, I don't know, a bag of Watsons and some Maltesers.
0: Liam Cameron got five grand for winning Commonwealth and defending it. Two fights, 5,000 quid off Dennis.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Commonwealth is a cheap-ish belt to get on your show. And if no one's fighting for it, you can put whatever bid you want for it.
0: So, but... uh... Commonwealth should be more than that. I think. I, I think it's too great. Nigel Benn Commonwealth middleweight title, but he got more than five grand thirty years ago. Yeah. People were getting more. Mick Whale said to me right two months ago. People were getting more twenty years ago than they're getting now for British titles, Commonwealth area belts. More twenty years ago. So people don't. Yeah, but we were selling
1: more tickets a year ago. Twenty years ago, do you
0: reckon? Yeah. So you think it's a ticket problem then we've got, and the fans
1: are not investing in boxing? Uh, tickets, viewers. I think you just had more people that respected boxing twenty years ago than you do now. What do you think? Remember, cool? mate, mate. Remember, mate. We're we're the legacy of that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, my, Your kids—they
1: watching boxing?
0: I'm just about to say. When I say to my kids so watch boxing, just well, I remember being a kid watching Frank Bruno And we'd all sit around and watch it. it we only like four four channels then on no internet. But I remember it and, and everybody's families would watch boxing and that. You know, you Barry McGregor, Bruno, Kurt Lunlang, all of them. I remember him? Morris Notice. Yeah. Gar- Gary Mason. Gary Mason would be a world champion today, wouldn't he? Yeah. Watching people like that, and uh, Charlie Magri, you know, Mark Kaler, remember that fight Mark Kaler, little Christie. And that, that were only a, what, what fight were it? What belt were that for? When they like for the,
1: like British or something? Or Commonwealth?
0: Yeah, on. yeah, something like that. I think it might have been British. And uh, it was sold out and it went on TV, front pages at national papers. Russ, you said the there? ABA is on TV. Yeah, th- yeah, they did. Didn't they have a fight and got fined a, a big fine each? They had a fight outside uh, a press conference. They got stuck into each other, didn't they? Mark Caver and Hello uh, Christie. So, and that that would be those. I mean, that were back in the days when the British title meant something, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it, people have just sussed out the game now. They realise that it, it's basically just a. It's just a hustle that's what boxing is now it's just a hustle yeah
0: because we didn't get to you know, know what was going on back in day, did we now it's well, yeah
1: to- it took it took me until about 2000 to figure out what this game was really about and like it wasn't great it's still not a great sport think about this russ we're moving into a five belt era now right mm-hmm we're moving to the era where you've got to now include the IBO as one of the belts you've won. Like, how ridiculous is that? You could be a world champion <laughs> one of five different ways. I
0: know how I messed up is that.
1: That's why, that's why no one makes money. You made more money in a one or two belt era than you ever will in a five belt era. You know
0: what I mean? I can find. I mean, my kids are not really interested in it. And, uh, my a lot of and I know other kids who are a bit older than mine. Mine are nine. I know kids 13 and 14. And, you know, you've got, got Asda, don't you? You get your beers and that. So what, what, are you, what are you doing tonight? Watching boxing with your dad? No? I'm going on my Xbox. Oh, yeah? All right, then. Okay. But at, at, at that age, I was like, oh, yeah. In another 19 minutes, sports nights on or What's that other one? ITV. <laughs> I'd be like that, glow to tell telly like that with my french fries and my cola. Oh, wait. Air sticking up on my arms, mate. i ain't got that now from this generation, mate. Got
1: right, now, do you know what? You, you have, right? Just for different things. Yeah.
0: yeah like,
1: they love all that kind of BMXing and the skateboarding stuff. They love all of that you
0: sports or these
1: computer games? I think everything's killing sport right now. Like, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, Russ, but if you think about it, when you were a kid, the way to show how brave and tough you were was essentially to have a fight, right? Hmm. And then you fast forward now, you can do it any number of different ways. You can fight, you can, you can start doing that downhill mountain biking, you can do your BMX stuff. You can do all of these kind of extreme sports that have all come up now. So if you've got that that wiring in you, that risk taking instinct, you don't just have to fight anymore. So boxing's losing out to all sorts of different things now.
0: Uh, Okay then. Uh... Jake Paul. I love the guy. All right, well that knockout bent. Corrupt no. or whatever. Oh, no. right. I, don't know, I know you would say that.
1: No, nah, not the way he felt. No chance in hell. There, there are ways you can make a knockout look good. He, no, 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 no. He got hit and, and he got hit hard. That's the, he what, got hit hard.
0: What about all them videos doing now saying that
1: it's fucking Ben? Well, how would they know? What do they hmm. even know about fighting to make that kind of opinion?
0: Well, it's on TikTok.
1: That makes it official.
0: <laughs> Sweat came off his head though, didn't it? When he hit him. Yeah, you, you you don't I don't think
1: you can fake that because I'm like, well no, his the punch hit the guy around the head and it made a noise that sounded like it, it hurt. Let's let's not pretend. I only wanted to take that shot. Forget that. You can
0: fight him, that kid, you know, it trains hard as well.
1: I've been saying this for how long? This is what I'm trying to say. Like, once he started training with Milton, that was him, mate. Like, he hasn't really been out the gym.
0: Do you feel, Chad, And what he's that, done. Do you feel that uh, Tommy Fury's arsehole fell
1: out? I, I, I think... I, I Well, here's the strange thing. Delaying the fight is just gonna make Jake Paul better because it gives them more time. Because mm-hmm. let, 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 let's, let's strip this down. Jake Paul's had five competitive fights in his whole life. Right? Mm-hmm. If I took Jake Paul down to Mick Wales gym and said, look, you got any lads 91 kilo, Jake will be competitive with those guys. Yeah. Right? There's no question about that. So you have to put some, you have to respect that. So When people say, Why doesn't he get in with the real boxer? and you're almost like, If he sticks around long enough, I think he will do, and I think he'll be yeah. good.
0: He learned his craft, is not he? Yeah, but I'm not a fan and of him like you are. That. I'm not a fan of him, mate. I just can't get that. I, I don't know, I just, something about him I've gone off him now. Nah, I
1: like him, and the reason I like him is. I don't understand what people want this guy to do. He's only ever had five fights in his whole life. What do you want him to do?
0: I want him to People get... just want
1: him... People want him to get hurt. People want him to get knocked out. Then they can go, ah, these YouTubers ain't. Nah, nah. people need to stop being negative, right? And just say, look, this guy's created his own lane, right? He could do his shows and not have a single boxer involved. And he could say, I don't want Porky to talk about me. I don't want Terry to talk about me. I don't want anyone to talk about me involved in boxing because we ain't using their people. He could do that and still make the same amount of money. But he goes, no, I'm going to help some of these boxers make money.
0: I spoke to Richard, you know, big Richard from Melbourne. He says, uh, the, the, these these YouTubers have come in and they've shown, you know, your Arums and these other promoters how 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 it should be done, aren't they? And you know, and maybe that's why they're resented, aren't they? But I don't know. Warren seems to be warming to want to work with him, doesn't
1: he? Well, he sees the money.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, he he seems he sees the money, and he's but he's smart. He's like, I'm not putting those shows on, but you want me to put. One of my guys on your shows, hundred percent. There you go, yeah. Put Daniel Dubois on there. You know, get get him a bit of a profile, get him a good payday. Mm. Remember, remember what we said, Porky. The aim of boxing is to find people with money and to separate them from their money. That's all boxing exists to do. Mm. You got a few million quid to spend. Boxing will find a way for you to waste it. Don't worry about that.
0: Oh. If you had a billion, you could lose it in boxing, couldn't you? They'd just relieve you of it, wouldn't they?
1: Well, I'll ask the guy that owns the zone.
0: Mm. Okay, then let's move on to a different topic now. Tyson Fury, Dylan White. Does it happen, yes or no? I say no.
1: That's, yeah. I don't think it happens next. Because if Tyson's talk about fighting at the end of March, you kind of want it locked in by the end of this year.
0: Yeah, to promote it.
1: And Eddie's getting in the way. I don't think Dillian's a problem here. I think Eddie's a problem again.
0: You feel that everybody seems to be not wanting to work with Eddie, so his fighters are like, well, you can't deliver from it. and They're going the the, 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 the road. Hard road. It's... You see... It, it,
1: the mistake we make sometimes, and look, I'm a, I've been a victim of this at various points in my life. We think the success is down to us, right? Mm. You know, whatever it is you do, you, you train a kid who does well in, in the in the amateurs. Oh, you think it was just down to you? Then you go right, that was all down to me, so I can do it anytime I want. And then it doesn't happen for you again. You realize actually, there are so many factors that go into someone being successful. Yeah. that it can't be you. Now Eddie's problem is. Eddie didn't realize that he was successful because he had Sky behind him and he had pay-per-view behind him. It wasn't because he was funny or he had good bands. It wasn't anything like that. Mm. And in fact, he's, a, he's insufferable, if we're being honest. He's just insufferable. But he had the Sky pay-per-view machine behind him. Yeah. But now that DeZona tightened their purse strings and now Eddie's got to pay normal, normal wages to these guys, now they're like, well, actually, Al Heyman's a better deal for me. Bob Arum's a better deal for me. Frank's a better deal for me. And that's what I think has happened to Eddie. Eddie genuinely thought he was the guy that was revitalizing boxing and he wasn't. Like there were so many factors that went into it. He was a small part of that. And now he's paying a heavy price for that, that hubris.
0: Nice. Okay then, uh, let's finish off on the yearly Porky Awards. UK fighter
1: of the year, Terry. Who, who's yours? Uh, Jack Massey.
0: Jack Massey, And I'll, yeah. explain,
1: I'll explain why. Jack, schoolboy ABA champion, senior ABA champion, in another life, Jack Massey boxed in the Olympics, right? He's gone from being in obscurity for years. And to, I'm going to give Dennis a due here, Porky, right? He's found the one guy who wasn't really attached to a promoter who was talented and can actually win fights. And he's found him and he's got him the IBO shot. And now you've got Jack Massey in prime position to fight all of these guys. And I think he gives everyone a hard fight. I'm a, I'm a Massey fan. And if, if, if Den and Mick are able to make that Massey versus Chamberlain fight, that might be one of the fights of the year for next year. And Jack's done all of this out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, Dennis was running about saying he's going to make him a millionaire like Clinton Woods. And and I don't know if you've watched Jack fight, but
1: Jack fights a lot like Clinton Woods. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to like about him. There's yeah. So I wish him all the best. So for me, just for the fact that he's come out of nowhere. The first time I heard about him was from my mate Matt Thompson. I just snitched. Sorry, Matt. And we used to work together. And he'd always tell me about this kid that his dad trained called Matt Thompson, uh, called Jack Massey. And I was like, ah, oh, listen, oh, I'll watch him when I need to watch him. And then out of nowhere, this kid's just suddenly blossomed. Late 20s, he's now maturing. And I'd like to see him have a good run. Mm. Okay, uh, who's,
0: your, who's your trainer at the front
1: the UK? It's always Chris Smedley, but the fans don't want to hear that anymore, do they? So I'm, I'm going to say Joe G, just for the fact that he's come back now. You know, grew the beard out. The hair's nicely slick back now. And what I love about Joe, above all else, is he does what's best for his fighters, doesn't he? Look at how he handled the poor Butler situation. Mm. Where he was like, yeah. well, if there's no belt, what are we fighting for? No, thank you. Yeah,
0: he's old school, isn't it? Do you feel that Joe, yeah. Gallagher, Joe Gallagher would be a good pundit?
1: A thousand percent. But I don't think he'd toe the line. Jimmy, I don't know. think he'd tow the line. You know tow the line. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine some battles Joe G's had with Eddie and wrestling matches of a fighters, purses, and this and that? Yeah, and matching them and up. G- and, that.
1: and Joe's done so much business with Eddie; he knows what Eddie should be paying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's your manager of the year then? Mm,
1: probably Joe G again.
0: Joe G, you're cruel
1: like fucking Joe G's arsehole, I'll tell you, what's the matter with you today? No, 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 look, no, 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 look, yeah? Let, let's look at it. Tasha Jonas, yeah? Mm. Got, got her exclusive with Sky.
0: Yeah. She
1: fights and she does the commentary. Paul Butler, out of nowhere, offered good money to fight out in Dubai.
0: Callum Johnson's got his world title.
1: Well, yeah. So, so this isn't crawling up. So, this is these are facts. Yeah, His stable's yeah. thriving. And remember what we said before. there was a time we thought Joe was done.
0: No, Eddie. Well, Eddie tried to make it so he was done, didn't he? He tried to freeze him out, didn't he? Yeah. And he's lost all the Smith brothers, and he's still relevant. I know. Well, they're not worth a fucking wank anyway, now, or not at four of them. I'm always bothered. <laughs> Well, they're not, are they? Who, who wants to fucking go see Callum Smith if he were to walk through middle of Avenue this morning, like right, Callum Smith, and people were sticking a film camera at him, and it said Sky or DAZN on the side of fucking van, and they were filming him. People would not fucking know we were, man. You know what I mean? Ring, Ring magazine champion as well. So I look it. Who's your promoter at year, Terry? Ooh. I've gone for McHennessy, mate.
1: I was going to go Hennessy.
0: Like was, ju- ju-
1: even just for the Eggington fight,
0: he regrouped himself, didn't he? He regrouped, he signed people, and, and he's boxing, isn't he? He's not interested in all that little magazine deal and fucking JD Sport trackers. He's boxing, McHenry. End of, end of bomb. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so for me it's between, it's between Mick and Ben Shalom because I quite like some of these boxer shows, but we didn't get enough of the boxer shows to, to form an opinion, so maybe next year. Mm.
0: Do you feel that Sky are going
1: to go after DAZN uh, now and bury them? I don't even think they have to. I think DAZN will bury themselves. They'll just keep burning money, right? And it's mm. just about whether they run out of money or they, or they find a way to turn the corner. Sky so would just keep doing what they
0: do. Do you feel that have backed the wrong horse We're putting Eddie Earn in position and that they might now be thinking, do you know what? It's rubbed everybody up the wrong fucking way here. Joshua's been found out. Dylan White can't get his fight. And, and, and what we left were here. You know, that kind of thing. Do you feel that... And, and Connor Ben ranked number nine in Ring Magazine. Fucking hellfire. fire. There's hope for me yet.
1: I would say, if I was zone, I prefer Oscar. Oscar seems to be the guy that delivers the stars. He delivers the fights for his guys. And I like that because Golden Boy match their guys more aggressively than Matchroom do. Yeah, yeah. Well
0: then, Teddy, we're out of time because I'm off to hospital.
1: <laughs> Man, now hopefully that goes well, mate. You know, health, yeah, I do. That. that's, I that's do. the priority.
0: Health is wealth. <laughs> have you anything you'd like to say we've been end of year and the last video of the year 31 videos in December we've got an extra one we might get two, two more at the end of month so, so
1: first things first right for your hard cars sorry we didn't get to talk about the Turbias versus Marcus oh, Brown oh sorry
0: a a fight. I, I spoke about that in other videos but I thought him versus Brown were a fantastic fight uh, He's tough,
1: favorite, Can he whack him? Do you know what he does, which I think is really good, right? He keeps hitting you. Like if you notice, you don't get thinking time against Baturo. No, I don't,
0: he don't let you breathe, does he?
1: Yeah, and so they're not all heavy punches, right? The mm. thing is, you don't know which ones are on, and which ones aren't, on. and you can yeah. see with Marcus Brown that was messing with his head, because yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. might get one minute the jabs is a gentle tap, the next minute you can see that it's a boom, that look, they both look the same to me, and that mm-hmm. started to break Marcus Brown down. So now I can understand why that was a bit of a nightmare for Callum Johnson. But Terbiyev's just a—he's just made of something else. Those guys from Dagestan, mate. Porky, if you're ever to become a promoter, just send a plane out to Dagestan, get ten lads, bring them over, let Chris Medley train them, and you'll have some world champions there.
0: I don't know about that area, but I, I read something about Kobolev when you were a kid and that and. How they put them through it in amateurs and they had them uh, training in snow and that and they couldn't wear gloves and all that and and the proper like really really hard people aren't they No bone crunching strength and all that aren't they? Yeah. And do you think? Do you yeah, think that's a hell of a fight hmm? Do you think they're all on gear? Or they just got now I, I, I think.
1: I think most of boxing's on the gear though, so I don't even yeah. think that's a. Like it's just there, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, okay. What would you like to say to finish off, Tony? And
1: yeah, I ain't not much, man. You know, I'm always going to plug my podcast. If everyone wants to get involved in that, um, it's called Beyond Boxing. You can find it on all your your regular outlets. I've seen you jumped on Spotify too, Porky. You got your podcast grift on as well. I don't,
0: I don't know what you're doing with me. It's what Cameron's done. It's like the merchandise. Somebody we email you. There. I'm still waiting for the merchandise. It's been four days. Listen, you, you got
1: own the grift, Porky, man. You're grifting out here. I like it. I like it.
0: Listen, mate. I listen to it. I listen to yours on iCloud or SoundCloud, whatever it's called. Yeah. I yours
1: on. See, but I'll say this, right? Yeah. If you go onto Spotify, that makes my life easier. and I tell you why. Right. Anything over ten minutes for me, I can't. I haven't got time to look at the screen. Whereas if you're on Spotify, I can just run it in the background while I'm working or whatever. Yeah. So I could get like eight hours of Porky just one after the other after the other. I think you'll find you'll do all right. Numbers actually.
0: Yeah. You will. what about what about uh, are you going to watch Elmets at month then for, for banter? there's a lot of money because yeah. there's a lot of money from it than helmet videos you know it's a fortune mate well do you know what you well you're gonna find
1: out right because if your if your viewer numbers stay the same and your uh, podcast yeah. and your Spotify numbers go up then you know but also I think you can do video on Spotify can't you? No, no so I, I
0: listen mate I'm fucking all on fucking sussing this out. I mean I couldn't get into it. you know why I was late this morning I couldn't mm. get into it then that, 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 so I text my mate I said fucking I can't get into this can't he went, press caps lock. I went, then I tried it, and I went, oh yeah, I've got in. So, so I'm fucking pretty basic. I look, mate,
1: i fucking still got an Atari at home, mate. So <laughs> listen to that. No, no, but the, the, the Spotify thing, at least one thing I can say is I'll listen to more porky through Spotify. Oh, like, good man. You, you've already increased, I, I think it will, it will do wonders for your numbers but let's, let's see what the numbers say because we'll
0: there's see. always
1: truth in numbers
0: we will see but some people like to fucking watch youtube because i like to see uh video it's like people always say to me terry never shows his face you see, he does you see him on helmets did he have this picture up And i know what he looks like when you're going to show and your it, yeah. fucker
1: yeah that's what i had to say i was like who, who are you but listen if people want to see what i look like i'm on, I'm on bloody instagram you can find me i'm i'm not I'm not secret. The thing is, Russ. And so, actually, yeah, everyone will listen to this. Here's the logic. I've always believed in having a smaller footprint as possible, right? Yeah. That's just me. Whether it's, I mean, I don't want to be a guy that you Google and there are 100 pages about me. I don't need that. I just want to have a small footprint, go about my business in the shadows, because that's what's important. I I don't need thousands of pictures of me out there then people start making memes and stuff. No, thank you. I'm, I'm all right, mate okie okay. dokie then do you want to give anyone a shout out hey shout out to Dan Aziz man I'd never thought this time last year that he'd be British champion so I'm delighted for him and like one of boxing's genuinely good guys and I know people say ah he's just shouting out his mate I'm like no 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 go and look at his box wreck like that's what you call a deserving British champion so I'm happy as hell for him you know I'd love more people to get behind him because he's like Chisora in the sense that he always gives entertaining fights. And remember, no one gave him a hope against Jose Burton. Yeah.
0: If you, are you going to be, uh, no, he were, he, Jose was what favourite, wasn't he? Are you yeah. going to be doing out with Martin and the other kid, Andy, is it?
1: We're, we're, we're trying to sort something out, but it's Christmas. And like, you can see the current climate around mixing households and stuff. I think it's going to be hard. We might do something remotely, mm. uh, yeah, I don't rule that out. It might be something just remote. Uh, in person, I just don't think we're in the right climate to do that right now, but we might do something via Zoom or something.
0: Brilliant.
1: Do you, you want to give Rico a shout out? Yeah, why not, man? Shout out to Rico, man. He, he's out in Finland now, man. He's, he's, he's bringing us gifts on his R- way back.
0: Rico, but... I know you're watching, mate. Are you on the ski slopes with Jessica? You're lucky, so.
1: He's <laughs> a good man.
0: Can you see, Tony?
1: Do you know what? So I lived in Sweden about, about 10 years ago, as you'd say, Porky.
0: Yeah. And I went, I went out.
1: Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So I went out to northern Finland. There's a place called Levi in the north. It's in the Arctic Circle. I tried it there, mate. I nearly, I, mean, I nearly separated my legs from my hips. Then I would jump on the snowboard. I was a little bit better on the snowboard. Yeah, but skiing's not for me. Snowboarding might be, but skiing, nah, not bet, for me.
0: bet Rico
1: can do it, can't he? Do it backwards, mate. <laughs> uh,
0: Rico's good <laughs> at R- everything, R- isn't he? <laughs> well, well, he was in the army,
1: wasn't he? So I think that, yeah, he has to learn to ski in the Finnish army. So, well, the Meccan do two a year
0: over there, don't
1: they? Yes, yeah, so you will be careful, man. Rico R- 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 can handle a weapon, mate. I mean, you talk about weapons. The beach, <laughs> Rico I mean. can
0: handle a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he can. He's had plenty of fucking practice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> listen to that.
0: <laughs> Rico, Rico. How uh, can I explain it? He's a good guy, Rico. I like him a lot. Top he man. Years. Yeah, he's a top man. Can't play snooker, though.
1: <laughs> Nor can I. I'm not going to lie, mate. I'm terrible.
0: <laughs> I took Rico drinking around Maxper. I walked into this probably him, People were like... Ha ha ha! Me and Rico ripping shit up in corner pocket in Mexborough. But uh <laughs> like you do, but yeah, I can imagine Rico being a good skier. i was just glad I fucking did him at Snow or it, cool. Forget, but no, he's a good guy, Rico. And uh I hope he's all right out there uh, in Finland because I've heard mean, it's cold this time of year out there. That's
1: insane, yeah.
0: It's uh, Rico was telling me big piles of snow outside is uh, mate,
1: you know what? It's, that, it's, nearly as, it's nearly as cold as Manor Top.
0: Oh that's bad up there. It's, it is cold up there, actually. I've yeah, always it's... always thought it's pretty cold up there in winter.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So big shout out to Bunny. How are you doing, Bunny lad? Hope that well. Uh who else do you want to give a big shout out to? Big Frank Smith. Big Berry. Frank Smith. Uh, yeah. Frank Smith with Spots at Matchill. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. big Dave, Dave and Danny at Berry, Rick Maudsley at Berry. Uh, hey, anybody who wants to watch a good fight? Google Rick Maudsley, YouTube, cage fighter. He's, he's an odd bloke from Berry. Nice kills off. I'm trying to think who else we'll give, we'll give a big shout out to. Usual people Cobra, Clinton, Robin Reed. Uh, who else? Chris Smedley, Nikki Smedley, Luke Smedley, Matt. At the uh, King's boxing now, wait, wait, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Gotta rewind that. Listen, I don't want to hear Nicky Smedley talk about Sonny Edwards next year, man. I don't want to hear no more talk. This should have been handled in 2021, so I don't want to hear any more talk about Sonny Edwards now, mate. You're done, yeah. You had your chance to, to take care of business, man. Nah, <laughs> sorry, mate. <Nicky's laughs> in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair at the moment, Nicky. He's just had a spinal operation, so
0: I'm sure of once Lord. you get. Yeah, he had a bad, back, in, back, back injury or something. He's in a bad way. He just had What operation. vertebrae? I don't know. I, 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 uh, spot, I don't know. Man, I spoke to him for for a while, but I think he's going to be all right in the you new know, year. Apparently, but I'm sure that when up with at Edwards, they will be able to go for a coaster and a slice. And, of and, and so, so
1: pe- people wanted just a bit of Smedley trivia. He was part of that whole thing of. Uh, Kel Amir and so forth, he was part of that triangle, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, Kel Brook, Amir Khan, Nicky Smedley, and there's another kid. And they were all regular. Uh, they, but I think Nicky Smedley fought Khan, didn't he? In a b finals, and then yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, year yeah. After he won it, Khan went Olympics, and then Nicky won it that year. Did anyone Khan, had, or he stepped up away and won it? I think Kel it's Brook, mad
1: how, how in another life Nicky Smedley might have been boxing in the Olympics. It, it, you know, he yeah. wasn't a bad amateur. Khan was just that good.
0: Fought well, in Vegas, Nicky as well, on an Atom card, but they didn't, it's not on box. Right? Of course, Dennis put him on after Atom fire and they just had a mull around or something. The fight fell through one day or something. The guy was like £20 in the of weight or £10 or something. But he, he had a good career, 16 and 1. But uh, look, it's not about having... Oh, I can't explain it. Kids have, uh, start out good and then they go, they go down other avenues and they can get disheartened by not getting paid enough or they might get injured or they might meet a bird or they might go out partying. you are got to live like a recluse to make it, aren't you?
1: Boxing rewards consistency.
0: Exactly. Do you know what? Dominic Ingle, the, the only thing that I've, he's ever said that's re, that's, that I've listened to, he said something once and said, look, the key things in life are consistency and everything. And I like to think after nearly 1600 videos in over four years, I'm consistent with what I do. I was consistent with my dieting, stuck to them shapes for nearly nine years. I? Consistent with training until I've injured and you get what you get. your just rewards, don't you? And I was consistent yeah. in saving up for things that I wanted in life, whether it be jewelry, cars, operations, you have to save up, don't you? And consistency is the key. There's no shortcuts to success, is there? My dad told me that when we were 18. I was like, yeah. you know, fucking coal miner. But he was right, wasn't he? And and, and I think Dominic Ingle was right.
1: Yeah. The, the, thing, the things you build over time last. The things you get yeah. quickly go quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okie dokey then. Well, listen. All right. Get ready and get off. To uh mech eco Hospital. Mac right? Well, you take care, Terry. Have a good day. Yeah, and, you too. Have a good
1: Christmas with the family.
0: You have a good Christmas and uh, peace out.
1: Peace out, mate. Take See care. Bye.
0: Bye. Well, that was uh, Terry, Chap All the way from uh, The Cigarette, The Smoke, London. And I'll be down there tomorrow. I think I'm going up to I to get on chilled out with me. Mick. Is it Essex somewhere? And uh, go to London to some nightmare park and uh, a bit of shopping up there with ramp packs up there tomorrow. And uh, that's it. But I've done my target. I've beat my target where I've been set by one. So Kevin, 31 done for a month, and we're only on the 21st. We could have smashed it in the next 10 days. But I am fucking up to here with boxing, here, with fucking judges, dope tests, fucking mandatory rematches, fucking what's the point in getting to a mandatory, and you got to have a fucking rematch when you win, so I'm up to fucking here with it, so I, I need a fucking break, otherwise I'll, I will might fucking say some things, I might regret And like I said, I've done my quota for a month, and i just need a break from this fucking been there uh, for at least a, a week or something. Uh, but I'll do a road trip video down there and I'll interview Mick. And I'll do some filming when I get to Kent as well. I've got a few things going from, from my mind what I'm gonna do, but I've got plans to do other things next year. So I'm gonna be working on that when I get to Kent. So it's all good, baby, baby. So I've, I've, everybody have a great Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, like I said, I've seen a bit of a fucking break from this shower of shit. You know what I mean? Well, we're good to get Terry's point of view on. Pity I didn't get Rico on, but Rico's welcome on any time. So he did start the channel with me. Okie dokie. All right. Big shout out to uh, Benny from Crossroads. Lay off that cake. Peace out.